Good morning, London. Another episode of the MedPoint Health Half Hour. I'm glad that you've joined me. And of course, uh, today on the show, we're going to be talking about health articles as it may pertain to you, exercise, nutrition, some of the services that we offer within MedPoint. We're going to have a good show. Now, I just wanted to touch off the top of the show. Friday was actually Valentine's Day. So what did your Valentine's look like? Did you go out on a romantic date? Or did you just stay in all alone? Whatever you got up to, I'm sure it's fine. However you like to celebrate is up to you. But I wanted to just make sure that everybody knows about the caloric consumption of some of our tasty treats that we enjoy this time of the year. So the Valentine's Day cookie, a cookie of a 3-inch diameter uh, with prepared frosting, is going to come in at around 100 calories. Most of like the Tim Hortons cookies and stuff like that are around there, just probably a little north of that. So you got to be careful when you're dealing with a lot of cookies. Hershey's Kisses. Each chocolate kiss you indulge in will cost you 22 calories. And uh, we all know that we're not just eating one of them. Chocolate-covered strawberries. Uh, each one large strawberry dipped in chocolate is about 75 calories. Not bad if you stick with one or two of them. The conversation hearts. So those are the hearts that come up and they have something to say like be my valentine or sweetheart um they actually contain only three calories so it's not too bad i was actually very surprised about that but if you pop about 15 of them it's going to be around 45 calories so you got to be careful another big one is the russell stover chocolates um that one three of them will come up to about 200 calories Dove chocolates, a couple of them is going to be just about 100 calories. And uh, you want to make sure that you're just watching out for some of the beer-branded chocolates, whiskey-branded chocolates, because those can come in at around a couple hundred calories each. So now that we've reviewed some of that, how has your um, New Year's resolutions been coming along? Because I know a lot of people will not keep their resolutions past this point. And quite often, Valentine's Day is the time of the year where it can get derailed. So if you are staying true to your diet and staying true to your exercise regime, good for you. Keep it up because you're not going to let a day like this slow you down. If you have had a couple speed bumps in the last little while, then let's get you back on track because you deserve to make this a good year, 2020. We're still talking about it like it's the new year, but it is a great time to uh, reach your health goals. How can we help you reach your health goals? Well, MedPoint has a lot of different services. We have personal training, nutritional services with our dietitian. Uh, We got our online program with fitness. We have executive medicals, three-hour and five-hour medicals. We got different locations to serve you. Of course, this time of the year, all the kids are getting sick, so I know I've already visited the Byron Pediatric Walk-In Clinic, um, and that's within the same plaza as the Rexall, the LCBO, and the Metro there in Byron on Commissioners Road West. If if you're looking for other walk-in services or specialists, of course, we can always have your doctor refer to them, and we got lots on staff that would be happy to serve you. We've got gastroenterology, cardiology, general surgery, plastic surgery. So we got a lot of different services that we can offer you to uh, help you out with whatever may be ailing you. The other thing that MedPoint has a lot of cool technology, and I know I've talked about this on the show before, but we have uh, fitness testing technology. So the BodPod, Fit3D, 
um, metabolic tester so we can give you a lot of different stats if you just want to get onto a health journey and uh, set those baselines. And then, of course, a new service that we've been offering lately is the 24-hour blood pressure monitor, which is a cool thing if you have any sort of vascular issues you want to get checked out. Uh, you can actually wear this for 24 hours. It will inflate and deflate according to your situation. Take your blood pressure at many different parts of the day. That service, I believe, is $80, um, and it's just good to have. So you can have your doctor refer, or if you just want to have one on for the day for curiosity, then come on down. It's at the West 5 location, 1295 Riverbend Road. We'd be happy to serve you and uh, put one on you. So... Uh, the other thing I wanted to chat about on today's show was just a little bit about this coronavirus and we'll get into a little bit of stats after the break, but the coronavirus has now been deemed a uh, world health uh, emergency and the, the spread of the virus has actually been quite vast within most of the regions of uh, Wuhan, China, as well as uh, a lot of people who have traveled back from there have been carrying it. Now, where does Canada stand in terms of this virus? Well, as of right now, we've had about four or five uh, reported cases, so we're actually doing fairly well. And uh, we've quarantined quite a few different Canadians who've come back from China and uh, ex exuded symptoms of the coronavirus. So on a large scale, it is a very dangerous virus. Uh, but as it relates to home, we still haven't had many cases, primarily because we saw it coming. And we were able to equip ourselves, uh, equip walk-in clinics and hospitals with the proper protective equipment. And we are good to go within, that, um, within the health sector to combat against it and to make sure that our frontline staff are protected. How did MedPoint react to this? Well, as soon as we hear the news, we have to uh, react because we want to protect our staff and also the spread of it. Um, we actually had to order a lot of extra PPE, so gowns, face masks. Uh, we got additional uh, training on the face masks because these just aren't ones that you pop over the, your head. They're actually uh, N95 face masks, and they're very protective for healthcare individuals. We also have proper screening, pre-screening. Before you set foot into the clinic or before you approach the, the front desk, you are going to be asked a series of questions as it pertains to your symptoms. So we just want to kind of know and dig and kind of find out where you've been, what you're, what you're going through, and maybe what you're experiencing now so that we can react in the proper ways and uh, deal, with the, deal with the virus if, if it seems as though you may be positive for that. So not a lot of uh, reported cases close to home. Of course, London had one reported case, uh, and I don't think we've seen many others uh, popping up in this region uh, since. But we've had a couple in Toronto, a couple in Vancouver, so a couple of the bigger cities within Canada, and they were quarantined and safely um, treated for that. So we'll get into a little bit of the stats because coronavirus isn't the only virus that you should really be afraid of this time of the year. And uh, we need to make sure that we protect ourselves against this kind of stuff and uh, are aware of the other potential dangers this time of year uh, as it pertains to cold, flu, illness, uh, and just make sure that we're having good practice with hygiene, washing hands, not going out when we're sick, different things like that that you can do to make sure that you're not spreading uh, any other illness. So we're going to talk a little bit about stats on the other side of the break. Uh, of course, we'll, we'll hear a word from our sponsors, but I thank you for tuning in to the MedPoint Half Hour of Health on 980 CFPL. Welcome back to the MedPoint Half Hour of Health. It's Ron Young, your host here, and I'm glad that you've joined me on 980 CFPL. 
Uh, of course, when we went for the break, we were talking a little bit about the coronavirus and some of the precautions that we've been taking at our clinics and clinics around Canada. I know that we are really well equipped to uh, fight this off, even though the death toll has risen up past what the SARS outbreak was. I think the SARS took us a little bit by surprise, so we've been much more well equipped. And, you know, on the show, we do like to talk about our services, but we are also the health experts in the city, and we want to make sure that we inform the public of what's going on. So let's talk a little bit about this uh, with the coronavirus cases. So as of right now, uh, we have six, 64,000 reported cases, 64,473, and deaths, uh, 1,384. 7,182 people have had the virus and have recovered um, effectively, and uh, there's currently 55,907 patients that are infected, uh, 45,000 of which are in mild condition, 10,000 are in serious or critical condition, so that's 19% of that 55,000. As far as closed cases, we've had 8,566 cases that have um, happened and have become closed, meaning that 84% of those 7,000 uh, have actually recovered and been discharged from hospital, and 1,384 have actually died from the disease. So we've seen a lot of cases uh, gradually uh, incline, and we've actually seen from a couple jumps, especially in the last week or so, but uh, we have been, um, you know, like I said, been getting ahead of this and making sure that there have been proper precautions taken. They've actually flown Canadians out of China and have them quarantined in Trenton for the next couple of weeks. They're being well taken care of and they will be obviously reintegrated back into our country as soon as their symptoms start to resolve. What does this look like on a grand scale? So we've had 63,000, so keep this in mind, we've had uh, 64,400 cases reported and over... Uh, from a country breakdown that 63,866 were in China, 259 in Japan, 67 in Singapore, 56 in Hong Kong, 33 in Thailand, 28 in South Korea, and then it starts to go down from there. In the U.S., there has been uh, 15 reported cases, and in Canada, 7. So I think on the top half of the show I said 6, so there has been 7 actually, uh, and these are factual uh, as of today. So basically, we just need to make sure that we're taking the proper precautions when dealing with this virus. Um, you know, you can't be too careful whenever you're doing stuff like, um, you know, if you feel a cold coming on, please don't go out. Please stay home. If you're feeling ill, it's always better if you stay home instead of, um, you know, going out and spreading stuff potentially. And uh, it's important to know that sometimes you can... Um, think that you're over it, but perhaps you're still contagious to it. So it's it's difficult to um, to really know. Uh, so if you're ever not sure, um, please make sure that you uh, stay inside and, and don't go out. If you want like an overall checkup and you want to figure out what your health status is right now, we offer the three-hour and five-hour hour medicals. Um, the five-hour medical is actually just slightly different from the three-hour in Two hours of uh, two hours of length obviously is one of the main differences, but also some of the tests that you get done. So we do a stress um, test, an ECG stress test. We do an echocardiogram, so that's the looking at the valves of your heart. It's an ultrasound of your heart. 
we do an expanded blood panel as well as uh, an abdominal ultrasound so we can see if there's any tumors or anything within your abdomen. That is a service that we offer and you can do bookings. Um, you can probably book in for this week or next week. Uh, we are always quite busy and full with those, so please call ahead and get booked in. The reason I mentioned some of the executive medicals that we carry at MedPoint is simply because I want you to get more into the mindset of being proactive with your health care. Of course, if you contract something or, or an illness, cough, cold, coronavirus, whatever it may be, yes, you need to get help and seek help immediately to deal with uh, those symptoms and, and the proper treatment plans. But if you can kind of make sure that you stay healthy ahead of time, you have a greater chance of fighting off uh, certain strains of virus and, and bacteria, making sure that you're getting vaccinated regularly, uh, getting the flu shot and other things are going to be very key in making sure that you're doing your part in prevention. Um, how I wanted to uh, kind of end this and wrap up this episode was make sure that we kind of understand where we are uh, globally from this coronavirus and how five other uh, terrible diseases have made their way across this world and how they kind of stack up. And the one main thing, and, and this is a big one for a lot of people to understand, is the flu pandemic is still happening. I mean, we have cases of the flu going throughout uh, North America and, and all over the world. And it seems like every year the, the flu virus is always changing, morphing, adapting, becoming more resistant to medicine. And, and we need to make sure that we, you know, keep try and keep ahead of it because researchers, people who make the vaccinations are really having a tough time to, to, to make effective strains. But I think this past year it was quite effective. Uh, the year before, I don't think it was as effective, but Look, if you're trying to uh, do some risk mitigation on your own health and, and take out risk factors that could cause, getting the flu shot is sometimes the biggest thing that you can do because quite often you can uh, not have the flu but certainly be a carrier of the flu, and that's something that a lot of people don't understand. Um, you know, the flu uh, still uh, between 250,000 and 500 deaths uh, every year according to the World Health Organization. So that's a big scary one. And uh, obviously, comparative to the coronavirus, it uh, you know it causes a lot of mayhem. SARS was another one, but now the coronavirus has uh, eclipsed that death toll, which was 800. So about 8,000 people were affected worldwide. Kind of came on really fast, and we weren't... Um, I don't think we were ready as ready for it as we are in North America for the coronavirus, but certainly another bad one. HIV and AIDS, uh, many, many deaths. About 50,000 people become infected each year in the United States. And um, at the end of 2009, the stats indicate that there were about 1.1 million people living uh, with HIV. So again, HIV basically weakens your immunity. It leaves you susceptible to catching other disease and illness. And it just is a terrible, terrible virus. So... Globally, there were about 2.5 million new cases of HIV in 2011 and about 34 million people living with HIV around the world. So in, in 2010, now I know these are old stats, but remember they're being reported kind of as they come in and sometimes we don't know for a couple of years exactly the tolls in the reporting. In 2010, there were about 1.8 million deaths in people with AIDS according to the Center of Disease Control. The other couple diseases that are, are pretty bad are um, malaria. 
So malaria is obviously a mosquito-borne disease, and it continues to pose global problems just because, uh, you know, there's just really no vaccine for it. And in many parts of the world, the, the parasite that causes it has developed resistance to a number of malaria drugs. But looking at some of those numbers, in 2010, an estimated 219 million people worldwide were infected by the disease and 660,000 died. So it's more pronounced in tropical regions such as Africa, Asia, and uh, the South Americas, and Central America, I should say, as well. Uh, 90% of the cases occurring in the African region. So that one is, is and, and is still a constant problem for us. And, uh, of course, the last one that I wanted to focus on was to tuberculosis which has been traced uh, back as far as 17,000 years ago but still not under control today so something that again it's second only to HIV AIDS is the greatest killer worldwide uh, due to an in single infectious agent and in the past two decades the uh, what, what we've been seeing is there's been a lower rate the tur tuberculosis death rate has actually dropped almost in half in 2012 8.6 million people fell ill and uh, 1.3 million died it's, you know, crazy to think. So overall, what I wanted to do, this isn't to scare you, but, you know, we do have outbreaks and disease that we deal with on a regular basis throughout our entire world. The coronavirus is something that has really got a lot of steam and, and the spread of it has been rather rapid, especially in China, Singapore and uh, North Korea. But overall, uh, we've taken a lot of precautions. I talked about some of the things that our clinics have done uh, at the top of the show. And, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of information on the Internet. So if you're not well-versed, make sure that you're going to trusted sources. Our government, uh, our Canadian government has websites that show it. The World Health Organization has updated stats on it. So if you want to see the rates and, and uh, which countries have been diagnosed and how many people, it's all accessible there. Please do not go to untrusted sites. So do not go to somebody who, you know, has just a funny domain or something like that and base any evidence or factual stuff off of that. We need to make sure that we're careful with how we're sourcing information. So that's all the time that I have for the show today. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Of course, if you don't know what MedPoint is, we've got a lot of different services. And uh, I, I always say that we've got, it's all under one roof. If you have children, we have a children's program with exercise, nutrition, and education. If you uh, just want a three-hour or five-hour medical, we can do that as well. Um, you know, we have walk-in clinics all over the city and, uh, we'd be happy to serve you. So go to medpoint.ca, fill out a contact form and come in for a tour. We'd be happy to show you around, show you our facilities and show you what we're made of. So that's all we have for today. Thank you for tuning into the MedPoint half hour of health on CFPL 980.